But what I tell people is, like I had a mentor one time tell me, you don't always get to pick your passion. Sometimes your passion picks you. Like I didn't know this was gonna be the thing that, that charged me up. What got what fires me up is helping people set themselves free. What help, what gets me fired up is when they fire their boss, when they sleep until they're dumb sleeping, when they can hang out with their kids instead of you know pawning the kids off because they got they live in a world of I I have to, not in a world of I choose to. You're a guy that literally walks the walk. You know, there's a lot of in the world of entrepreneurship. I think it's become especially now more than ever. It's become prevalent that we live in this. Uh, this, this facade, it's like you go on Instagram or social media, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. And it's like, you see just bullshit constantly, right? It's either, you know, information that's been rehashed that people are borrowing from actual entrepreneurs, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that have actually done the work or, or it's just some foo-foo nonsense that has no, you know, practical application to it. And they're just hoping to get the views, the followers, the this, the that, and whatever. Like you, you literally walk the walk, and you experience the way that I see through, um, you know, through you know, this this bird's eye view, so to speak. Like the relationship that you have with your wife, the relationship that you have with your business, how you treat your business, how you live your life, <clears throat> what's important to you. That that matters a lot, especially people that are listening and wanting to follow someone at least because the thing is that we live in a world where there's a copious amount of information and it's really difficult to who do I follow? Who do I actually listen to? Like there's more podcasts now than there's ever been. There's there's more fake, you know, influencers and entrepreneurs and business builders than there ever has been. And there's so much information that you can't really decipher what's from what. So, like, I appreciate the information and and the walk that you you know that that you portray and actually live um that that you know for someone like me that makes a lot of difference and i think for people that are listening like if if they want to attach at least some sort of belief or follow someone that has done all of the shit has fucked up in life has created like the thing that joe rogan said i really love he said i appreciate he said one thing i love is is a is a right a rags to riches story the more i love than that which i agree is a rags to riches fuck it all up burn it to the ground and come back up and rebuild it story and i resonate with that so much because i've I've done it, uh, you know, not to the extent and level that, you know, you've been successful at, but uh, that, that is inspiring. It's not inspiring to see someone who comes from money and then, you know, makes money and then is able to like, you know, keep it. That's great. Like bravo to you, but that doesn't, that doesn't sit well with me. I didn't come from money, you know, and, and a majority of people don't, Yeah. you know what I mean? So what, what I guess for, for people that are listening, this is the first time, I don't want to get too, too in depth, but, uh, what, what made you like, what was it at, at well, your point in, in your life where like, dude, I got to fucking like, I got to do something. Yeah. Well, like, what was that? Well, it, it's real easy for me to, ident- to identify because I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't have ambitions to be an entrepreneur other than, you know, I got wrapped up in this whole drug thing, uh, on the wrong side of it. If there is a wrong side, I don't know if there's a right side or a wrong side of the drug thing, but just depends. Yeah, as a young, <laughs> when I was young, I thought the right side was like, you know, to, to capitalize on the drug game. But I didn't get the memo, don't get high on your own supply. So I ended up on the wrong side with a drug addiction that was out of control at, yeah. at a very early age, heart attack at 17, all that. But I, I was, for me, entrepreneurship really became the only alternative because after, you know, you get a couple blemishes on your criminal record and you got to check this box and now you're being blocked at the gate. You know, you. They're, they're, they're shutting doors, even if you pay the price, you know, to society, like they say, 
it was very clear to me that, you know, I was, I was now a janitor working at General Electric. I'm like, this is some bullshit. But people around me like, man, well, what are you complaining about? At least you got a good job. I'm like, I am miserable. I hate the disrespect. I hate the feeling. But back then, you couldn't fake it was you couldn't fake being an entrepreneur. It was impossible because there was no social media. You couldn't fake it. Like you either you either had a job or you were the rare person that owned the business. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. I couldn't pretend. So I see I, what you're talking about. I see now today, and I even hate hate is a strong word, but people yeah. would call me a motivational speaker. And because I've seen so many people use life coach, motivational speaker, all this to uh, extract money for very little substance from people, I, I get a, almost offended by it. Like I say, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur that speaks. There's a much difference. There's a big, big difference there, but I see it. I see what you see. And, and I don't know how people decipher because I've been caught up in it too. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars dealing with young people that I thought really understood certain things and technology and it turned out that they were just great at marketing themselves <laughs> through these platforms <laughs> and I got sucked in too and it, and it cost me fortunes to figure out that there is so much BS out there and again so for me I was thrust into entrepreneurship because I would look I would have been a steel worker just like my dad I, I, my, but my dad got got you know flight for life picked him up from work one day and that was the end of that deal and he still you know that was I was 13, 14 year, whatever, I'm 13 or 14 years old. And he's still suffering today, you know, at 70, you know, from that accident, you know, from, you know, way, 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 way back. But that, that really became clear to me that I probably wasn't going to go into the steel mill. Um, I was off track, of course, high school dropout, all that stuff. You know, I was just, I was just way off, off track as a young person. And there weren't, there just, there weren't options. And entrepreneurship was only introduced to me because a guy in a drug rehabilitation center said, you know, you're not built for sports. You're not built for this. You're not this and that, but business could be your way out of all this stuff. And at first I was like, ah, hell no, I'm no businessman. I'm never going to wear a tie. I'm never going to be that stiff. But it turned out uh, he was right. I think he gave me, he was the first guy to give me a personal development book, how to, how to win friends and influence people. And I was 17 and it was a tough read for me because I didn't really read. It wasn't, I wasn't, wasn't smart, but you know, I had other things to do. I mean, there was, there was a lot more fun things to do than read. And, but that, that changed everything. That was the foundation. That was the seed that was planted that eventually turned into, you know, I don't know, over a billion in, in sales and all this stuff. Now, um, the accolades that I receive, which are really weird to me sometimes, because I still feel like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going on 53 years old and I still feel like I haven't made it, but I burned it down, man. Like, <laughs> oh, hold on, back up real quick. You're 53, dude. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. What, what, besides, and we'll get into this, besides your, your supplement company, anything specific you're doing, like for your health, like exercising regularly, like how do you eat? Like, you know, yeah, I got a, I got a wife that's a, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? A drill sergeant, man. Like, <laughs> do you Yes. She don't play like she had, I, I have no choice but to get out of bed and go to the gym even when I don't want to go. Cause she's going, she'll go no matter what we can party all night and get home at four o'clock and she'll be in the gym by seven. Me, Damn. I'll, I got to sleep all day. I got to recover for three days, but no, she keeps me on point. And then I'm real heavy on like the society is addicted to fat, salts, and sugar. Sugars are killing us. Mm -hmm. We think, we think it's drugs. We think it's all this stuff. 
the sugar is destroying our kids. It's destroying their health. Then we got all these artificial sweeteners. So when you see zero sugars in your Celsius drinks and your Red Bulls, ah, it's even worse because now you're downing these chemicals, sucralose, yep, hexane, yep. all this stuff. And nobody's talking about it, man. Mm-hmm. Conventional coffee is filled with fungicides and pesticides and, and you know, just it's just terrible what we're sipping every single day that is literally destroying us. So I'm big on it because I, and I almost died again at 40. I almost died. I got many almost died stories. But when I was 40, I almost died. I owned a nightclub in a health in a um, a restaurant, and I was living that life, man. You know, nonstop work uh, in the club till four or five in the morning, and I was had a lot of stress. But I was heavily drinking, eating a lot of food because that environment it's all around you, and it, yep, it yep. literally, literally was killing me. And I and I and I ended up going to a doctor, and traditional medicine failed me put me on, a, on all kinds of pharmaceuticals that were expensive, created all kinds of side effects. So now I'm taking all these pills. I'm like, dang, what? This Something's got to be better. And a friend of mine introduced me to a naturopath. I didn't even know what the hell a naturopath was. And they said, well, these are the people that they use, you know, like, Matt, I'll, I'll give you an example. She put me on watermelon, pumpkin seeds, <laughs> an herb called saw palmetto, vitamin D, yeah. zinc, just Stuff that's available, that's readily available, cost me nothing to, to make those changes. And I'm telling you, within 60 days, my life was completely different. You know, talked about the stress levels, you know, things like that. And I was working and she got me working on all this stuff. And I'm telling you, man, today at 50, going on 53, I've got more energy than I've ever had, more stamina. Uh, I feel better. It's yeah, it's a different it's a different vibe. Plus, I got some money, so I sleep better at night. You know, that, that, that does <laughs> there you go. It does help. Would you say that that's what kind of, uh, was that like the kindling for O snap? I'm just curious. It, oh, for sure. That's why I tell people we're more than just a supplement company. This, this was born out of a mission and I'm seeing it. I, I hate what we're doing to our kids, man. If you look at the, the average, you know, look, we got the highest rate of child, childhood obesity, childhood diabetes, a lot of this stuff, which is preventable. And it all leads to the number one killer of people, heart disease, um, all these things, all these things that these like, I just a matter of fact, if you look at my Instagram right before this, I put on my Instagram on my story. The old school parents used to force us to eat our vegetables. I don't know if your parents forced you to eat vegetables. Oh yeah. New school parents wouldn't even put a vegetable on the plate unless it's covered with cheese or it's fried or you know, they yep. they because they didn't like it. So now they're passing it on to the kids, and now the kids are weaker, they're fatter, testosterone levels are are dropping. I mean, it's just. We're on a collision course, man, and, and I do a lot of research on this. So that's why how O-Snap was born is to bring, you know, bring some, not just supplement. I, we're more than a supplement company, but bring an active lifestyle to people. Say, look, if I just took supplements, that's great. That's one third of the thing. But we do, we got our, our community working out together. We just came from a workout with, the, we broadcast it all over, the, all over the world. We stream it on all our platforms and we provide it for free. I bring in athletes, professional athletes. Uh, celebrity trainers and they they give all this game for free to our community what you know if you if you ever bought a product from us you probably get an email saying hey join us uh this this athlete or this ufc fighter or this entertainer um you know this actor is sharing how they're using our products in our community as a productivity hack or you know to enhance their performance matter of fact my god you know who flex alexander is Sounds really familiar. So Flex, he's been on a bunch of TV shows, some movies. Right now, he's on the in the Broadway uh, production, the live play 
for New Jack City. Um, New Jack City with uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. I know. Yep, I know. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane. So he just sent me, he sent me two videos now. He's saying, look, I'm doing two, three shows a day. And this is all unsolicited. I don't pay him. He's sending me these videos of him snapping our old snap pack saying, this is what's getting me through these long ass days <laughs> on stage. That, and so stuff like that, man, it, it, that, that's what I, I get a charge out of it, man. It's just, and, and oh, once you get me started absolutely. talking, bro, you know what happens, man. I get, I just, no, no, off. I want you to talk. I want you to talk. I used to, it's funny. I knew, I knew I recognized the name. I used to watch a show when I was a kid one-on-one. Yeah. 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 That's so dope. Yeah, that's so cool. He's a cool guy, man. He, uh, he bought, he came on as a customer and I, had, I did an event way back with him in L.A., and I hadn't talked to him for a while. And then all of a sudden, he sends me this video about my products. And I was like, him, like Angela Simmons, you know, from um, wow. Run DMC. Yeah. She sends me this long message on Instagram how uh, the vegan guru is opening up all these vegan restaurants, introduced her to our products. So that kind of stuff, man, it's it's cool. Mike Bibby, who played in the NBA for 14 years, man, he's he's one of our biggest <laughs> clients. Um you know, former Cleveland Browns head coach. It just goes on and on and on. Like the people that are gravitating towards our products. Um, look, I, I got an anti-aging product. I've been taking the ingredients in that product for five years. So I've only had the company for two. But it, that that is that is a game changer because it's it's working from a chromosome level, from a DNA repair level, which right. which is important today. But anyhow, uh, enough about me, man. What's going on with you? No, I, this is all about you, dude. <laughs> I want to know. Okay, so hold up. So what I, I, I a lot of people that want to get into like, uh, you know, whether it be like you, you know, ambassadors or they want to. Yeah. I want to talk about the business side of things. Okay. Here's the thing, dude. So most of my, most of my um, audience is between the age of like 24 to about 36, predominantly male, okay. and they're all interested in entrepreneurship. Yeah. This is your best audience. Um, so I want to know, like, hey, if you're interested, you want to make a little money or you want to make a lot of money, you want to help people, like, what's the pitch? How can they how can they get part of this? And what's the best avenue, especially if perhaps they're, they're in their younger 20s, they don't have a lot of money to invest. Like, what can they do? Well, and that was me, bro. Think about it. I got I got uh, uh, pitched on an opportunity when I was I was just coming out of jail, Milwaukee County uh, lockdown. And my 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 past was was colorful and difficult for me to get employment and someone introduced me to uh uh this idea of repping a brand for a company and anyway so uh it didn't happen real fast but for us it's real simple man right now for the month of december for those that happen to catch this in december of 2022 i'll release it before okay cool so if you're if you're catching it before that you can you can build a we help you build a e-commerce drop shipping supplement company for free oh shit yeah for free we do i mean we we have all i got automated automated systems automated apps that do all the tracking everything all at your fingertips so we're offering in december we're calling it december to remember so anybody that wants to get down with us and learn so i told you first you learn like me i had to learn first i had to learn and then you earn but the beauty of it is they're they're earning while they're learning so we're paying them like my guys you know my guys will make six my top people will make six figures a month passive you know, if you go back, the last company I built like this was a skincare company. And we had we had over 600 people 
making six and seven figure incomes. I had, I don't know, tens of thousands of people making between a thousand and three thousand bucks a month just supplement, you know, because I tell people it's, it, we, we build a lifestyle company. Life is what you live, style is how you live. So we help people create a cash flow machine so they can go, they, their passion might not even be nutrition. It might not be this. But what I tell people is, like I had a mentor one time tell me, you don't always get to pick your passion. Sometimes your yeah. passion picks you. Like I didn't know this was going to be the thing that, that charged me up. What, got, what fires me up is helping people set themselves free. What, help, what gets me fired up is when they fire their boss, when they sleep until they're done sleeping, when they can hang out with their kids instead of, you know, pawning the kids off because they, got, they live in a world of I, I have to, not in a world of I choose to. So that's what I built, that's man. That's so important, man. Yep. I, I just don't, I don't want to blow past that. That is so important. That framework is so important. It changed my life uh, completely. Dude. You know, oh man. Oh my God. And most people never have it, but you know, we're, we're and people get on this, this, what, what, what a lot of entrepreneurs do without even realizing it is they simply trade one rat race for a new rat race. They're still yeah. on the wheel every day. And if they get off the wheel, the whole thing falls apart or it's their personality that drives it. What we teach people is how to truly scale. You know, my biggest market was South Korea. You know, wow. my first year in South Korea, we did a hundred million dollars. I don't speak Korean, <laughs> But I built wow. I built a scalable business. I think like McDonald's. Like, how do I get a distribution yeah. point in every single corner all over the world? Well, you got to dumb everything down to its lowest common denominator. There, there can't be any fancy footwork. It can't be about how great of a salesperson you are because what good is that going to do if you can't speak Korean? Or if we go into mm -hmm. Mexico and you can't speak Spanish? I, mean, I don't care how good of a salesperson you are in Chicago. That shit ain't going to work in Seoul, Korea or Tokyo, Japan. Uh, or even in Australia. Uh, and so that's what I found is that we, we put all these systems in place. So we made it push button. Like I, I, I'd say I'd rather have a whole bunch of stay at home moms or a bunch of young hustlers that just want to make things happen that can push a button on an app and do that aggressively for four hours, five hours a day or, or 15 minutes a day, depending on their schedule. than some powerhouse salesperson who comes in like a bottle rocket, they, they, they all kinds of flash and a boom. And then they disappear because they end up frustrating, frustrated because everything is dependent on their mouth moving. And when that stops, the money stops. Here, yeah. what I always had that my rich friends didn't have is I had time freedom. Like people always were like, how the hell are you on this beach? Or how are you over here? Because I was building my business like that where, you know, they, they had to go into an office or they were trapped into a certain structure. And a lot of times they created it. But it was so for some of them it was so big that was their biggest challenge is that it was generating millions, but their kids weren't seeing them. They're, 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 they had issues with their spouse because there was an engagement inside the family because it was all in the pursuit of money. So I caught on very early. What I had to really take inventory. What do I really want? Do I want the money? Is it just about the money? Do I want the Ferraris? Yeah, I did want all that stuff, and I did get all that stuff. But that really wasn't the main thing for me. What I really wanted when I when I reverse engineered it, I wanted freedom. I wanted mm -hmm. to sleep until I was done sleeping. I wanted to tell my kids on Wednesday we're going to Disney World on Thursday and not ask a boss, not check with employee, not make sure. You know, what I mean, everything it was already done. We just roll. That's how, how it is. So for me, it was not just financial freedom. It was time freedom. I didn't want to. I didn't want to trade one grind for a new grind. I didn't want to trade one rat race for a new rat race. Yeah, because I, I saw it with a lot of people I respected. I'm like, man, it's cool all that money they got, but when are they going to enjoy it? You know, they got to sell the company or they're going to have to retire. 
I'm like, I want to, I want to live my life now, man. When I got energy and stamina and, you know, and I'm cool and sexy. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think that's the biggest uh, differentiator is like most people like, you know, you've got like the, you know, the, uh, 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 what do you call them? Like the, like the Steve jobs of the world. Right. Yeah. Um, where it's just work. And, it, and there's a, for them, it's like the passion maybe is the thing that's propelling them yeah. to move forward. But a lot of us, man, we just, yeah, we like what we do to an extent, or maybe we find something and it's making us a lot of money, but like, dude, I'm with you. Like the, the end goal isn't to work 16 hours a day for the rest of my life. And then, Ooh, you know, yeah. great. I I'm a multimillionaire, but I have like less than five minutes a day with my children. Like that's, that's terrible yeah. for me. That's this is not, you know. Well, I get a lot of, most people, on that note, I get a lot of very <laughs> successful people in my circle. And you know, a lot of times they let me know how successful they are. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm always yeah. like, well, congratulations on your success. But two things I'm, I'm really interested in is your successors. Who have you helped create to have that type of success? Without, <laughs> you know, like all these package pushers, man, I'm so tired of all. And nothing wrong with it. I, I, I made my life on buying courses and personal development. But now it's like everybody and their grandmother, the whole industry is just on, let me create a generic uh, course for you. You just market it. And it's all, it's all just like you said, it's regurgitated nonsense that came from the early entrepreneurs. And now everyone's packaging it, but also let me have a conversation with your kid. If you have kids, let me have a conversation with your kids. And then I'll, t then I'll tell you how successful you really are. Yep. And, and that, because because that's exactly what someone said to me one time. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> that'll, that'll punch you. You know, to that. take a step further, John, I think to take a step further. This is something that I had to come to terms with, which was like spending time with your children versus being present with your children. Ooh. Like how how many hours like, OK, you might be around your kids on your phone, on a phone call, answering emails for four five, six hours a day. But were you actually present? Like I, I've I've been pre I've spent an hour with my kids being actively present versus an entire day working. But I'm in, like I'm in their vicinity, and that one hour overshadowed that six hours of me just being in their vicinity. I'm like, oh my god. Bro. So now I'm trying to be more self aware and cognizant of the fact that if I'm it, like I put my freaking phone down, like I don't need to work right now. It's fine. You know, my kids are here. Let's do something. We're going to do this, whatever. Even if it's like, hey, can you play a game with us? Can you play hide and seek? Can you play chess? Or can we go to the park? Or can we go do this? Just simple things. I think a lot of people like you don't have this doesn't have to be a luxurious thing. You don't have to take a private jet and fly to, you know, yeah. fucking Tahiti and take your tour. Like that's yeah, that's great. But I'm. it's like the little things. It's the small little things on a day to day basis. You know, the thing that I did the other day that was just magical for me was um, my daughter was sick, so my other daughter was in her bedroom. And so one of my daughters was with uh, my, my wife, and the other one just likes to hang out kind of herself in her room. And she's like, can you just lay down with me? She never asks me. Yeah. Most of the time, she wants to be left alone. And I was just laying on the floor. I was, like, rolling my back on a form roller because I've got a bad back. And she comes and lays down with me and just holds my finger for the entire – my kids are eight years old. Oh. Hold my finger the entire time. And later on, she fell asleep on my chest. And it was like, dude, I can't describe to you just how fucking incredible it was wow. to have this like 45 minute to an hour moment that was just her and I, and I don't have to like try to divert my attention because I have more than one child. 
it was just, it was so crazy, man. It's just these little things. I so. love that, man. My, my, um, I have four daughters, so I, I, I think it's more important than ever for men, real men to be in their lives because society is, is after them with all kinds of stuff. And if, and if, if they don't have a good male example, role model, something in their life, they're going to be taken advantage of. There's just, that's just, we live in that, that day and age. I also read recently that the average child gets less than four minutes of quality time per day between if they're in a, even in a two household uh, house, which is interesting. Four minutes. I mean, it's depressing. Yeah, it, it, it is it's a little scary. And then we then we're you know, blaming we're blaming the next generation again. Well, these kids are all effed up. Well, maybe the maybe the parents are the ones that are effed up. Maybe. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it's our fault. It, it really is. Sure. And then and then again. You know, like I, I joke around, we'll go back to the, the, the sugar addiction thing. When I was a kid, my dad would get us up for school early because he had to get to the steel mill, but he would give us like lucky charms. Like our, and, and I'm not knocking this because I love, I love a good lucky charms, cocoa puffs. But the challenge is that was breakfast. That there was no other nutrition besides that. So I'm already hyper. I already got ADD, ADHD, yeah. five other conditions. And my dad jacks me up with sugar. He leaves because he got to go to work. I go to school and I go, I'm already going, I'm bouncing off the walls. I can't sit in the classroom. I'm now labeled a loser. I'm a failure only because I'm all, I'm, I'm super high energy to begin with. Now I'm hopped up on even more sugar. <laughs> like I could just, I'm insane. Like I'm a kid running around like nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. It's a different world, oh, man. man. Anyway, so it, I, it's just I was just thinking of that, but h- hanging out with the girls, your daughters, man, that's that that's the stuff that now for me, because I, I, look, I, I I'm guilty, I was guilty of it too, man. In the pursuit of money, I would I was neglecting everything, everything that was important, yeah. because it was always like, yeah. well, the reason I'm doing this is for you, but <laughs> but they don't even give a shit. My daughters didn't mm-hmm. couldn't care less. They would have rather had us stay in the hood and be connected. Then moving to the big house on the hill and being disconnected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think you found a really happy medium. Yeah. Really nice happy medium. Yeah. Where you're able to find success and be present and get to enjoy experiences. And, you know, like, thankfully, like, uh, how many how many men, especially successful men in their 40s and their 50s that really are focusing on their health? Not a lot. You know, and like they don't like you don't realize how much that extends your life. I mean, dude, I've seen you. I watch your videos like you, you've got like the energy of like a 21 year old. It's insane. <laughs> like, I, I drive my wife nuts and my wife is 28. <laughs> She's like, we just relax it out. And we go out and I'm the one I want to stay out. Like she's like, no, we're going home. It's time to go home. We've danced enough. We've partied enough. We've hung out enough. I need we're going home. I just I I don't I don't stop. Um, and I don't want to stop. I just feel like when you stop, comfort is a challenge for me too, because I can get comfortable really quick. And if I get comfortable, I start to lose my edge. So I I stay, I try to stay uncomfortable. I operate, um, I operate all the time. Like there's something else to do. We got to go where something, and I, I always have FOMO, like fear of missing out. I've always, when my daughter, my daughter, my youngest daughter will be here with me for Christmas. And, you know, I'll be the first one. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. I got to drag her out of her room because, you know, these kids like to stay in their rooms and, and, oh, yeah. and you know, Netflix or video games or social media, whatever it is. Um, I'm trying to go to 
play basketball. I'm trying to go, you know, run around the neighborhood. You know, I, I bought one of these electric big wheels. Have you seen these grown up big wheels that go like 35 miles an hour? <laughs> no. It's on my Instagram. But, I, you know, I like all that kind I gotta, of stuff. I got to watch it. I, I, so okay. that's the kind of stuff I'll put my, instead of a Ferrari, get me some crazy mini bikes or some go-karts or something. Something that you're actually going to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And the kids can enjoy it. And, and, you know, you yeah. and when, look, get on a go-kart tomorrow. And you will have a smile from the time you get out of the car oh, yeah. I, until you get off. You will nonstop be smiling. You can't help it. It's just something about it, man. No, yeah. I, I We just recently did that a few months ago and because my kids are, like, old enough now. And, uh, dude, I just can't turn off, like, my competitiveness. <laughs> like, I was challenging my 8-year-olds, dude. Like, like bumping them, trying to get through. One of them started crying. I felt like an idiot. My wife is yelling at me from another car, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm gonna win. I don't know what to tell you're you. Just, yeah, you're 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 a grown up kid too, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um. I I know I don't have you for very much long, but I I very much long, very much longer. But I did want to ask you a question. Yeah. Um. You said that you don't you try to stay uncomfortable, and I don't want to pivot too much from this because this is another big aha moment for me, and I've also known from other successful people that I've I've spoken with and and known over the years. By being uncomfortable, like I had to accept this fact of like, you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. But like, what does that actually mean? What does that mean for you? Like, how do you stay uncomfortable so that you don't stay in one spot and then just stop doing? Well, number one is I'm doing something for more than money. You know, there, there's a purpose. Like you said, there's a lot of guys in their four, thir- like even their 30s, but 40s, yeah. 50s by the time. By the time you get into your 40s, your 50s, you your waistline is is probably double <laughs> in some cases what it was when you were 20. You start to see um, I, I, people have like I call them soy based bodies. You know, we're yeah. we're a lot softer. We're heading we're heading towards something that's probably not good, and it it's slowing us down. Um, so for me, I have a company that that I get excited about getting up in the morning because. Yeah, yeah, we're going to make a lot of money, and we are. But there's something about this whole thing. There's another another life that's going to be changed. There's going to be another batch of emails coming into my customer support, unsolicited from customers saying, because of you, like Richard Townsend, great example. This dude got involved in our program. He's lost 100 pounds. This is a big, big, big dude, good friend of mine. And he said, look, I've done supplement. I've done all these different things, but it's the first time I ever got into an environment where – I could be myself. And this dude's out 100 pounds. He's got another 40 pounds to lose. But it's not just the pounds itself. These are pounds that will stay off because he's he's part of a healthy lifestyle now. Before he had yep. – look, I can I can sell you right now. I can sell you a detox deal, which is basically a laxative. <laughs> Shit it all out, which a lot of these companies do. And you lose weight for sure on it, and you make a great testimonial, but it always bounces back. And it's not addressing inflammation from the inside, all these different things. So we we – we have something that it, it makes me want to jump out of bed in the morning, want to go do something. And, and, and let me put it in perspective. In the company that I sold, the problem with that company, I was kind of over it, but it was spitting off lots of cash, a quarter million dollars a month, whether I rolled over in bed or rolled out of bed. So look, I was getting more and more comfortable. And then I went through a divorce and now I'm in nightclubs every night. I'm in strip clubs. I'm, I'm drinking four, you know, Manhattans a night. Uh, I, by me getting too comfortable, I started to, to, to go into bad habits. Once you start getting comfortable, next thing you know, you're, you got all, you're on Netflix every night. Uh, yeah. 
Call yep. of Duty comes back into the picture. Yep. Alcohol, yep. Yep. smoking too much weed. I mean, all this stuff started to happen to me. And I was flipping, and it, and it and it's happening. And the challenge is it happens so gradually, man. You don't even realize it. It's a little nudge, it's a little nudge. And plus, you can when you have money, you can justify everything. Well, look, all the bills are paid. I got extra coming in. It was easy for me to justify as I was slipping into these bad behaviors. So for me, uncomfortable means I have to have a purpose. And since I'm um an entrepreneur, it's in my bloodstream now. I have to have a business that's tied to my purpose. Cause then I'll get up in the morning. I'll get up early. I'll stay up late. I'll, I'll promote the hell. I'll drive you crazy until you buy or die. <laughs> it just, and that keeps me going. The challenge is, is there's, there's more people that need to experience what we have. And as long as that's the case, as long as I get up excited about it, that's, that's what does it. And you know, I have a, I have a young wife, man. I, and I'm not telling people that they need to get a young wife, but for me, um, hell, you don't need Viagra. If you have a young wife, number one, <laughs> Now, this is not for everybody. Don't get mad at me, women, any women that might be listening to me. But I have I have uh, excitement. I have reasons and energy. And, and uh, I have a lot of reasons just to stay young, healthy, and vibrant. I'll just put it that way. And that, and that keeps me uncomfortable because I, I'm telling you, even today, we did the workout with the team. I could have easily stayed in bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I hear you. And, ba- and, and back, if you go back right after I sold my last company, I would have stayed in bed no matter what. Um, my my wife just yelled, but I make you. I don't know if you could hear in the background. <laughs> I, no, I heard her. So would you say like a big proportion? I, I don't want to say it's the only thing, but do you think, because um, I, don't, I don't know the timeline of like when, okay, so you got divorced, you went into being comfortable, you started getting into these bad habits. And then like at what point, I guess, did you meet your now wife and you started on this like upward shift that ultimately led to all these things like, oh, snap, and, oh, you know, your, your new outlook on life and whatnot. Well, it was, uh, I, I met my wife in 2016, my birthday weekend at a nightclub. I was walking in, she was trying to walk out, and I, and I, happened, to, I happened to see her when she was coming out. I said, oh, no, 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 you can't leave. <laughs> you have to come back. And she's like, no, my friend, we already been here. I said, no, bring all your friends. We're going to my table, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we have not we have not been apart since then. But we had a conversation very early on. I was before I went out that particular night. I was so sick of myself because for three years, because I just came off of the d- divorce, I came off of selling uh, a company. So I was for three years. I was doing all kinds of things that I was not working on a business. I was spending money on, you know, on bottles, popping bottles every night, strip, all this stuff. I didn't like myself. So the, the affirmation I made that night, I said, I'm done with this life. It's my birthday. This is going to be my last hurrah in this lifestyle. And we had that conversation shortly after I left the club. I said, look, <laughs> just so you know, this isn't my deal anymore. I'm kind of done with this whole scene. I'm, I'm getting back into what made me who I was, into what gave me purpose and power and passion. And it was interesting because she was kind of in a similar, similar place because she would, she had people with colorful backgrounds or made mistakes at a certain point, mm-hmm. you're either going to keep doing that. Or you're going to say like Jim Rohn should say, beware of the man or woman who just had enough. Cause that's when you're dangerous. When you just, when you finally, I, when you finally make that decision that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, I'm sick and tired of being this person. I don't want to live this way anymore. That's when you'll truly do something about it. Most people say are so comfortable because the government gives them money I mean, we gave we gave him more money to be unemployed than to be employed. You know, people can stay home and just we created comfort in, at such a mass scale 
And now you can see the price that we're paying. I talk to friends that, that can't get employees to work. It's just, you know, it's a, it's, it's a comfort is, is the killer. When you become comfortable, you start to conform. And when you conform, you do what everyone else is doing. You just part of it. You're not happier. You're not better off. But, you know, for me, I couldn't conform anymore. And I was conforming to what I, what I thought I wanted, which was cool for like six months. Go, go sell a company and go party for six months. Go hang out in Miami. Go travel the world. But then you got to get back. You know, you got to get back on it. Or, you know, I was, I was on a, a, a collision course. Anyway, so that's what happened. And so from there, and, it, you know, both, you know, she was already, uh, um, she's highly educated degrees the whole bit. I'm not. Um, she comes from a, a really good family. I didn't. So we were complete opposites in so many different areas, not to mention age, race, all that. But we would, we would talk about building a business together and what she was into and what I wanted to get into because I knew it would keep me alive longer. And that's kind of how yeah. that whole, the, that was the beginnings of the talks about Oh Snap, which we launched about two years ago. I love that story. What a great story. Thank you. And, and, and because she was a certified, you know, personal trainer, you know, she was a model, you know, for lingerie, swimsuits, things like that. She already had, you know, the banging body, all that. And she was, she one of the most committed people drive you insane, committed, relentless in pursuit of, of her goals. And I, and I love that, man. I love to be around people like that because it forces me someone who can easily let off the accelerator to say, all right, because I'm competitive like you. I'm like, all right, you ain't going to beat me. You're not going to beat me. Yep. <laughs> that's, you that's, are not going to beat me. Dude, that's fantastic. That's like one of the best partnerships that you can have. Man, you have to. And, and, yeah. uh, and I don't want anyone to be offended because sometimes people do when I say I got a younger wife and it keeps me. What, what, what happened for me is I was dating some more mature women that were kind of, they weren't in the gym a lot. They, they, they were kind yeah. of past, you know, they kind of hit some of their goals or whatever, and they were kind of complacent. And that wasn't good for me. Complacency is not a good place for John Malott. Um, I, I do damage to myself and others in that environment. I mean, yeah, if people are offended, like, go tuck your tail between your legs. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. Like, I, I'm Lebanese, man. So it's in my culture and from where I'm from, it's very it's very normal to marry a, a woman 20, 30 years younger than you. Yeah, bro. It's like it's just it's a regular occurrence. Well, if when you look at all the spiritual books, man, back in the day, our our ancestors, man, there was always a big gap in those yeah. in those in those things. Yeah, you know why? This is this is my stupid take on it. <laughs> <laughs> is it because first of all, I think I think us as like men, we like we're boys probably until we're like forty. <laughs> but don't and get my wife started on this because she always says you're like a, you're like my son. <laughs> <laughs> it's like listen i can't i don't know what to tell you and then we're like you know and then we find someone at 20 30 you know years old you're 40 maybe find a 20 year old like oh you're actually where i'm at <laughs> but i'm a lot older than you let's meet up and then, i don't know that's just kind of my stupid rationale yeah. but uh, i did want to ask yeah. her first name is najla right it's, you know that's an arabic name yeah it's, it is an arabic name now yep it's N-A-J-L-A-H. It's Yeah, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, damn, that's an Arabic name. What up? Yeah, she, yeah awesome. Arabic. And, um, you know, she got, comes from a great, great family. Um, just super, super, just good, good people. High integrity, high caliber people. Um, and that, that's attractive as well. Because, you know, you got to have, you, oh, you got to have, 
you know, someone that you can trust and that you, if you're going to build something with, <laughs> don't do it with someone you can't trust. I could look, I've been, this is my third marriage. So I'm not the best. I'm not like, I shouldn't be a marriage counselor. Maybe I should be, because I can tell you exactly what not to do. But one thing I can tell everybody, especially your audience in that age group and males, marry the right one. You want to fuck up your wealth? Marry the wrong one. You want to cut yourself in half? Marry the wrong one. You want to accelerate your income? You want to accelerate your, your path, your purpose? Marry the right one. And, and it's an accelerator when you have, because especially because women do, they do, there's a lot of things that they have. And, I, and this, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to give a spirit talk, but I think we are made different for a reason. And we're made to complete one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I think what happens now we got women want to compete now you got guys that want to compete with women which is the weirdest shit I, I've ever seen. In my life. It's the dude I don't want to get into this conversation because it's going to another two hours. Yeah. It is the most ludicrous shit. I'm so glad you meant yeah. you mentioned it. To see the women compete with men is one thing, but for men to feel like they have to compete with women, like what happened to your thing between your legs? It was gone. Like this thing bro. went first. This thing had to go first up here. <laughs> the, Man. The, the, the top head went first. And uh, I mean, that's like insecurity to the utmost degree. I've, yeah. I've never seen that. I couldn't believe it. When I started like noticing, started noticing on social, then I started noticing like social settings. I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah, bro. I would be embarrassed to stand on the podium, you know, like, yeah, come on now. I mean, it's one thing when you teach, like my daughters know, like, when, like you said, we're competing and I'm not letting them win. Because I yeah, want yeah, them. Yeah. No, it's, to no, grow. no, that's different. That's a whole yeah, different yeah. deal. But this, this, that's silly. this world is, I, it's different, man. I like, I'm not, I'm not one to say, oh, the world's falling apart. I do see a lot of challenges that that we've got to fix as a society. The world is falling apart, John. <laughs> it's falling apart. Like I, I mean, if you if you're able, here's the thing, and maybe it was always falling apart. It's just that we have access now to everything that's going on nonstop 24 seven that we're able to see like clips and bits and bites of information and videos and things. Maybe, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's disheartening and it's, it's really scary and sad all at the same time. Well, it's, it's part of the reason why Nasla and I um, are not having kids anytime soon. I don't blame you. Yeah. I do not. We, we keep, we've been all. having these conversations. We think we could bring in a, an incredible child, but it's, it's the outside forces when they leave the house and you go into an environment where they're reprogramming, <laughs> you know, that that's, yeah. that scares us a little bit. So we we're, we're, we're yeah. definitely postponing it until further notice. Well, either way, I, you know, you guys know best. It's, it's, it's just, it is frightening. Like would I do it all over again now. I, I'm probably in the same boat that you're in. Yeah. And like, it's, it's frightening. You know, I have an older daughter too. She's 22 years old. And so like, I thank God that she comes from like that other era because now she can be the role model for my, for her younger sisters. But it's just like, if I were to have a baby now and the next 10 years, like oh. what the fuck? Anyways, no, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> last thing, yeah. last thing. Uh, okay. So if people want to become a brand ambassador, they want to start making some money. I mean, hell, I might put it. I might just start doing it and p- just promoting on my podcast. Yeah, it's simple, bro. Make, just you know, make a make a little extra, whatever. It's just a link, man. I, that's why I got. I have. I tell anybody if you have any other, if you have any type of business, it's like this. At one time, there were gas stations that just sold gas, but somebody yeah. said, "Well, these people, they're going to buy their bread, their milk, their soda, their gum somewhere else. 
let's turn gas stations into a spot where they can get gas and get all this other stuff. I tell people all the time, if you don't, you should have like, especially when you're, when you've got a podcast like this, where it's about development, it's about becoming better. Like our, our, our philosophy is transforming minds, bodies, and bank accounts. So I tell people all the time, if you're in a service business, you're in something where it connects, I think it makes sense. It's just a link. And if someone buys, you get paid. No big deal. Or someone hits no, you up I'm and gonna, says, yeah, I want to make some definitely. money. You could get an override on it. I don't see, I, I'm like, I don't know why people wouldn't do that. It's, it's, uh, it's a passive uh, source of income. And especially my big influencers and athletes. Are, I, I got a bunch of uh, former professional athletes that a lot of these athletes go on to sell insurance and real estate. They never quite make it to where they were before. So I show them, look, let me show you how to get that type of lifestyle in a business like this. And I'll and I'll help you build the damn thing until it gets to that point. That's why like a, a Mike Bibby, who made a hundred million dollars in the NBA, is one of our brand ambassadors. Jonathan Wells just introduced me to the owners of the Houston Texans. We were in their suite snapping art, because you know, I got these snap packs that are liquid. You mm-hmm. shake them and snap them. And they're all blown away. We have we launched a new espresso product. They're like, they want to put them in all the owner suites. I met one of the owners. He just paid three hundred thousand dollar down payment for his owner suite. The next day, wow. he became a brand ambassador, <laughs> and it's like, wow. uh, the, so that's why I tell people it's just it's kind of like by the way you're going to be in these circles anyway. You can say, hey, just check out this link, maybe for you, maybe not, no big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I have I've got sponsors that are all over my links, my websites, my podcast stuff. So I'll just I'll do the same thing with this, and just it's going to be one of the things that I promote. It it makes perfect sense and integrates. Nicely. Anybody that's listening that's interested in doing this, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. You want to make a little extra money? You want to make a lot of money? I, I don't see why you wouldn't jump on this, especially now with the promotion that's going on. It's it's literally, it's just too dumb to pass. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I've made most right. of my, if, if I go back to the majority of my millions, it was right after the real estate collapsed in 2008. And yeah. there was so much uncertainty. And you know what I did? I came with certainty and clarity. I said, don't worry. I got you. Let me hold your hand through this. Let me show you how to get through this. Let me show you how to provide economic opportunities to people that right now are worried about economic opportunities. And I feel, I, I don't think it's going to be like that, but I think there's a reset coming. There's some, some things happening in the marketplace that remind me of that to a certain extent. And Absolutely. I believe this is, we're about to head into a boom time for our, our business. And people are already, they're thinking more about health and wellness now. And if they get sick or if they get a bad report from the doctor, you know who they call? They call me. That's when they call after something happens. I'm like, look, we can we let's deal with it now that's amazing. instead of later. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I, I love what you got going on. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. This has been freaking solid.